You're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Annie. And we were lucky enough to get an interview with the voice of our favorite spaceship, Tamsin McDonough. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And thanks for being so awesome about trying to get this whole thing scheduled and, and oh, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes us all sound very important that we're so busy, you know? <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's the holiday season sort of starting in there. So, And we're all so casual. It's like, sure, do this day. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what was the casting process like for you what does a casting call for a spaceship look like well mine i think was quite different because i actually talked to a, a friend who does uh who's an actress and does voice work like me and uh, she was saying that there was quite a big call for it in toronto but i was living in vancouver at the time and uh, so a few days before christmas i got the call can you go in right away and tape for this this part so it was, I was way out in Langley at my parents' place or something like that. So I scuttled in and um, shot it. And it's, it was a lot of fun. And it was mostly pieces from the first episode, like a lot of the lines from the first episode. And it was based on the fact that they remembered seeing me on um, uh, Lost Girl. Oh. oh. Yeah. So uh, so they really liked how it, she's just a super snarky uh, secretary named Janet. So they really liked the snark, I guess, or the sassy, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> on that character. And they said, yeah, pretty much like that. You know, just see if you can translate that into a ship. So uh, did that. Didn't hear anything. Oh, no, this wasn't a few days before Christmas. This was the week before Christmas. They uh, didn't hear anything. So I thought, okay. And as an actor, you, you go in for auditions sort of all the time, you, you know, theatrical uh, voice commercials, all that. And we learned that you do it and then you just forget about it. Just otherwise it'll be on your mind too much and you go crazy. So, <laughs> so you just forget about it. So then a couple of days before Christmas, I got another call. Okay. Can you go in for the callback? It's between you and, and this, I'm just going by what I've been told. Who knows if I'm, I'm actually correct, but uh, I was told it was between myself and one other person. So I went back in and uh, there was uh, mostly the same lines, a couple added extras, and they just said, you know, amp it up, try it again kind of thing. And um, yeah, and then I think I found out the day after that, they said, okay, when can you get to uh, to Toronto? So Neat. We are actually going to ask you, because we are big fans of Lost Girl, and mm. you were in that, it was the first episode of season four, In Memoriam. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any stories about your experience on the Lost Girl set? Uh, everybody's very nice. I was in a scene with uh, Chris Holden Reed and Ksenia, and uh, they were just relaxed and fun and really just easy. They're very comfortable and chill on set, and it was just very, just very easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we've actually met. I think oh, met the entire cast, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, they are. They're really nice. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're just really chill, and they're just everybody. It's such um. It's already such a little, it's already season four. It was, it's such a family and it was just, there was a rhythm and it was just a flow and it just, you know, just flowed along and the writer was uh, bouncing around and the producers were bouncing around and everyone was just chill and just really enjoyable day, a couple of days, something like that. (laughs) So yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, nothing, uh, I wouldn't say anything spectacular happened just because it was such a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how is voicing Lucy different from playing an on-screen character like Dutch or Johnny? I? I've mostly done, I'm mostly an actor who does voice. There's sort of two different uh-huh. 
as far as I've been told, there's there's voice actors and then there's actors who do voice. So I'm more of an actor who does voice, which is phenomenal. It's become this really great uh, career as well. And it's, you know, if I wanted to, I could have shown up at uh, at the voice studio bottomless if I wanted to. You know, they really don't care. <laughs> Pantless, as one does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remember there was a, a thread going on at Twitter where it was Pantsless Fridays or something like that. So yes, that was, I, I recall. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah, so you could show up in your pajamas if you wanted and... uh I do remember on the, the first day that I was shooting, of course, I'm nervous because it's, you know, first day and, and you're just trying to focus in and try to get a, a feel for the character. And, and uh, you know, you're in a bit of um, a bubble. Uh, usually when you're doing voice, you're inside a little booth and there's glass and then you're looking out and then you can see everybody, but you can't hear them unless they put on the, the mic. So there's this pack of just amazing women. It was all women. It was just the coolest thing who were all sitting around, beautifully dressed, very, you know, just very chic, smart women. And then there was me in the in the little room. So mm-hmm. it was the middle of winter. It was January, early January. And so it was just freezing outside. So I guess they hadn't worked the, the heating properly in the booth yet. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it's kind of funny. So I started to realize, as I've done a little bit of voice here and there, is that you, you say you start to get a little system set up and you know some people like to have a a green apple because it cleanses the palate and some people like to have honey water because it keeps the throat lubricated you know there's certain things that people like to do mm-hmm. so i like to for some reason be really up close to the mic and just be right in there like my whole body is up near it and everything i don't know why maybe i just like i don't know who knows and then i have a little thing beside me with all the little accoutrements that you want to have and um, so eventually it just started to get colder and colder and colder in there. Probably just me probably wasn't actually getting colder. And so I started to sort of layer on all the layers I'd taken off for winter until I was completely wrapped up in this stuff. But I didn't want to sort of say, hey, just give me a minute and, you know, go grab the coat and put the sleeves on. So I'd had it wrapped around the sort of front of my body. So and then all of a sudden they said, OK, it's time for lunch. And I was having just the worst time trying to extricate myself from this thing that I'd wrapped so close to me and then wrapped myself around and I'd somehow wrapped the stool next to me into the coat. Oh yeah, it was, it was not pretty as I attempted to extricate myself from this little cocoon that I had created and just hoping that they didn't see. I don't know if they did. <laughs> but now, now the internet knows. <laughs> now the internet knows. They'll probably say, oh yeah, that's what she was doing? I had no idea. <laughs> It was not an interpretive dance you were trying to get out of your coat. Oh yeah. Gonna, you know what? Let's go with that. Let's say it was interpretive dance because that makes me sound a little less goofy. So no. I, I think they were all focused on lunch. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. So yeah. Yeah. Food is the motivator. So yeah. Food is definitely a motivator. So yeah. I, I think that they were like, okay, good. She's coming in for lunch and didn't see me almost fall off of this because it's all on high stools almost fall off of this thing trying to extricate myself. Yeah, but it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so you can, back to your uh, your question, you know, with, with doing a part, there's there's so much uh, pre, pre-production, basically, that goes into it in terms of, you know, you go in for wardrobe days before, you're doing hair, you're doing makeup, you know, some of these lighting tests, then you're on set and you're doing rehearsal, you're doing blocking, you're doing all these kinds of things before you actually shoot a scene. Meanwhile, voice, you walk in, you're seated, you're seated. Okay, 
here's what we're thinking of. Let's give it a try. And it's, you know, within minutes you're, you're ready to go. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of different in that way. And that it, it's uh, you're sort of jumping into it a little colder if you haven't been thinking about it, but you know, of course I love Lucy. So I was thinking about her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she started not to love just immediately on the page, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like I heard that you recorded it after they'd filmed. Is that correct? Or? Yeah, I was I was basically watching uh, almost completely finished episodes. Oh, wow. So yeah. was Lucy put in where all the special effects finished? Did you have a concept of what she looked like? Oh, yeah. No, it was it was I'm pretty sure she was in every single one that we were just missing um, titles, I think, like, you know, Killjoys and uh, the beginning and credits and that kind of stuff. I think that everything was in there. It's probably a bit of color correction. I was hearing something like that. But otherwise, it was pretty much how you guys saw it. Hmm. Is that is that process typical or? Yeah, doing I hear. I'm not sure about animation. I haven't done an animation yet, so I'm not sure if they take it. Because, you know, you always hear, you know, uh, when Robin Williams was doing all his animation, that they took a lot of their facial expressions off of him while he was shooting. Mm -hmm. So I think that they are probably shooting the actors first and then laying it on top. I'm not, again, I'm just theories, theories, all unfounded theories. But uh, with, I think, most of these kinds of things, you are watching what's happening and then they insert you in. Uh, with mine as well, they were they would watch the episode, uh, they, you know, edit the episode. And then I was told that it was great to have Lucy and that sometimes she could help bridge a, you know, maybe a tiny gap or add a little bit of color here and there that wasn't necessarily in the script at all to begin with. Interesting. So, yeah. So they kept sort of adding and adding and adding as, as um, uh, you know, as they edited the, the series. So I think that's pretty cool. She sort of kept changing slightly and, and becoming, uh, becoming, you know, she was always considered the fourth member of the team, but became more uh, a big part of the team. So it was kind of cool. And yeah. do you know if they're going to do that again this season? Uh, I assume so just cause it sounds like it's a great tool that, you know, you, you write the scenes out. I would, I, I'm a writer as well. I would love to have that option that, you know, you write your scenes out, they all get shot and then you say, Oh, okay. I think we need a little something here. Oh, we have a voice. <laughs> we don't have to go and reshoot an entire scene, you know, and spend how much money and drag actors back. You just, you know, if it's possible, you just bring in this voice to sort of uh, bridge a tiny gap because there's just always things that didn't translate uh, in the way that you thought they would. You know, Michelle and her team is so good, though. I, I, I doubt there was tons of that. It was because they were, you know, they're so, um, uh, what am I trying to say, prepared and so well researched. So, but yeah, sometimes something just adds, you know, and it's it's nice to have that that option. So I, I wouldn't give it away if, if I had that opportunity. So. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting, though, to me, because there are a couple of scenes, especially that, you know, it's just it's so unexpectedly funny mm. with Lucy's, you know, sort of dry delivery <laughs> commentary. Yes, commentary. My, my, car, my cargo bay is not prepared for this when the pregnancy is happening and the birth oh, yeah. is happening in the cargo bay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a whole range of uh, of lines for that there's one where she was quite panicky about it and then there was another where she was very scientifically curious <laughs> yeah and then another where it was a personal affront and yeah so <laughs> really funny i was so curious as to which one they would go with but they picked one of you know they were all funny so it was like okay which way are you guys gonna go with this so <laughs> they need like a, a lucy outtake reel now on, on the dvds yeah. or something yeah well everybody fantastic. would have great outtakes i'm sure yeah but I was especially thinking of like 
Dutch has left the cargo bay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's some really fun stuff in there. Any of the really, you know, great lines, of course, those are written ahead of time. It's mostly just, uh, we're entering some sort of atmosphere, you know, and then it's, oh, good. Okay, we can just put Lucy in there just to let people know where we are because we may have forgotten or whatever, you know. So it's it's just little things. All those great lines, the writers are so clever. They, they, you know, they uh, look like they were having some fun with that stuff, so. I'm sure. Yeah. I loved uh, the one that made me really laugh out loud the most was where, you know, Dutch was stuck in the decontamination chamber. chamber. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kept telling her, no, you still have, you know, 10 minutes. You have eight minutes. John's in trouble. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Door opens. <laughs> yeah. How can you not like Lucy? She's fun. Oh, yeah. So season two's in pre-production. So yes. again, this process will be kind of the same thing. Yeah. Where they might do it all at the end. And I, so, does it help your performance then to ha- to have basically the completed episode oh. right in front of you when you're shooting or when you're recording? Yeah, huge. Like, and it was something that you know you're. you're I was thinking about you know before I was doing it, and I, uh, you know, you ask for a Bible and you ask for various things just to add to it and get as much color and just. Back and everything and then you have your own idea about who she you know who she is and so on so uh you know you have a, a an idea of what you want to do when you get there and always open to oh no maybe go in a different direction kind of thing but as soon as it's i did find that it changed as soon as i was watching it and seeing how the the characters especially john was talking to her, john and dutch you know, because Davin was just, he didn't have as much interaction directly with the ship. It was more informational. But both John and, and uh, Dutch have such an opinion about her and, uh, you know, sort of a vibe towards her that it just, it changes your performance and, and who you think this this being or, or whatever you want to call her, just the ship is, this AI is. Um, depending on what you're getting from from the people on the screen, so usually you're you're getting that from a performance right in front of you from a, an actor. This is I'm getting it from the completed actor, so I'm I'm just responding in this spot that's been created for me. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm really curious: Are you a sci-fi fan? I am. I was very sort of specific in my sci-fi because I'm basically um, I just love TV and movies. So there's only so many hours in the day, you know. <laughs> So I don't just love sci-fi, so I have to sort of split it up. But I mean, I was always, um, uh, one of my favorite movies is The Fifth Element. It's just love that movie. Me too. Yeah. So good. And then again, because again, it's, I love the wryness of it and the, you know, sort of the silly creativity that's, that's going on. Firefly was always a favorite and the, the middle three Star Wars. Those were always sort of my big ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's funny though, because I'm definitely getting more into sci-fi as I'm, you know, doing more Killjoys because it's a matter of, oh, well, that sounds interesting. I just didn't hear much about it or know, know much about it. So it's, it's a matter of, you know, now I want to, uh, heard that Battlestar Galactica is, is absolutely amazing. So I, uh, oh, yes, that's one of my favorites. It's yeah. hard to find. I, I've been, yeah. <laughs> because it. it got taken off Netflix. So yeah, you have to just find the Blu ray somewhere. So. Yeah, the the DVDs and the Blu-rays, they're they're not at the used bookshops or the used... Uh, really? Huh. Yeah, because I was thinking, huh. hey, might as well. That'll be nice and cheap. There's got to be tons there. I've not found any. Hmm. They're popular. People are not selling them. <laughs> yeah. So I guess there's a Christmas present for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find somebody who has I can, I can loan you mine. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> 
So have you binge watched anything lately? Any TV shows lately? What did I binge watch recently? I'm about to start Fargo. I'm very interested in that. Uh-huh. Um, I've been working on a, a writing project, so I haven't, I haven't been allowing myself because when I binge, I binge, I go all out, <laughs> <laughs> flatten my butt right out on the couch and go for it. So I'm binging. I'm sort of just doing a bit of Dexter right now because it's just uh, fun. And because I've seen it, I don't get hooked completely on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't done any binging recently. No, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're pretty active on Twitter. Has the Twitter response to Killjoy surprised you? Um. Well, it's it's. I only got started on Twitter because of Killjoy's. I I had an account just so I wouldn't lose my name because my sisters uh, are very good with that kind of stuff. So they suggested a long time ago, just go lock down a name so you don't lose it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um. And so, but I really only started in about a month before Killjoys aired. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So it was a matter of, you know, trial by fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in, get to know this universe that is kind of great. Because some social media is not for me. It's just maybe mm-hmm. I'm too busy. I don't know, because it's a lot of work. But I find that Twitter is, is I don't know, I like it. It, it makes sense to me. I, I enjoy it. I like chatting with people. I like seeing what's going on with people without it getting... Um, you know, cause Facebook can get sort of oddly invasive sometimes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so this is just people chit chatting with each other. I quite enjoy it. So I try to get on, um, sometimes I sort of, again, the, the writing, you tend to hunker down. And then uh, if you get an audition, it's usually, you know, a day to two days of prep and so on. So, uh, sometimes you fall off the grid and they go, Oh yeah, what am I doing? What's going on? What have I missed? So <laughs> jump back on. <laughs> At least Twitter's easy to to catch up it's, with usually yeah it's it's 140 characters exactly. you know there and done so it's not too much time there's no essays that are needed so that's yeah good. yeah yeah so. yeah stephanie actually had a question <laughs> she she asked how many siblings do you have and are they all on twitter uh they are and <laughs> i have uh four siblings two sisters two brothers uh and they're all on twitter and every so often you'll see them picking on me <laughs> We have seen that, which is why we yes. were wondering. <laughs> yeah, because they mentioned that. And then I went back and looked and I went, oh, okay. That's a lot of McDonough's. <laughs> There's a lot of McDonough's. There's too many. If it were up to me, you know, let's let's cut back on a few of those. <laughs> I'm an actor. We like attention. But uh, yeah, they're all, they're all incredibly creative and very clever people. So I'm always striving to keep up with them. Um, but uh, yeah, they're pretty neat. And just uh, all coming from very different points of view. So it's fun. It's fun. But I always do have to watch whenever I say something because every so often they'll notice it and they'll jump all over me. And then <laughs> and then I need to stick the rest of the Twitterverse on them. Get them. <laughs> I got more followers than you. Yeah. My army will get you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the guys are all so nice. You don't do anything. You're, just, you're like, oh, they're funny. Like, no, get them. <laughs> next time, next time, hashtag it like Lucy commands it or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, Open okay. fire. I'm getting somewhere. I like this. <laughs> Hope my siblings aren't listening to this. <laughs> I don't want them to know what hit them. <laughs> yeah. So Lucy's seemed to be a big hit with the viewers. So did you anticipate that? Did not at all. I really didn't. I really like. Um, I like this kind of show. Like you know, very much um, sort of the idea of Firefly. I like uh, action adventure with comedy. It's probably my favorite. I, you know, 
you know, Princess Bride is a huge, again, action adventure with comedy. Fifth Element, Gross Point Blank, those kind of kind of cheeky action adventure with comedy are my, you know, my favorites. And so to see this, you're thinking, oh, well, this is really good. I really like it. I think it's amazing. And, and uh, you know, as I was saying before I got off track is that sister got me onto Twitter, showed me sort of the basics of how to use it. And then it was kind of amazing how just people just jumped all over it and were, hi, Lucy's great. It's like, oh, yeah, I think so. Oh. Oh, you think so too? This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, um, I'm just not sort of used to being so um, interactive with fans. It it almost, it's, it's very, it's almost direct. You're almost getting a direct access to fans. And so it's, it's very cool because we don't normally, you know, Lost Girl, I I really didn't, you know, I mean, it was a a small part, but um, you know, I really didn't even think to go and sort of get on, on uh, Twitter and chat with people about it. You know, you just don't even think about this stuff if you're not on Twitter. So, um, yes, this was a very, very pleasant surprise. So yeah, enjoyable. I like it. (laughs) Good. I was actually on a media call with, with the three stars before the series started. And I asked them if they were prepared for the science fiction fans that they would get. (laughs) The, the rabid science fiction fans. Right, right. What's well, funny, I was chatting with uh, Rob Stewart, who's um, Klein, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, so I, I ran into him on the street. He was he was uh, going to an audition, I think, just right near my place or somewhere. He was headed somewhere quickly. So I said, uh, I must have sounded like a rabid fan myself. I said, hi, are you Rob Stewart? He's like, yes. Are you on Killjoys? Uh, yes, looking at me sideways. I said, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Lucy on Killjoys. Oh, Hi. <laughs> And the first thing he said to me was something along the lines of, I don't want to quote because I can't remember exactly, but wow, the fans sure want Lucy and John to get together, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Was the first thing he said. And I said, yeah, it's pretty cute. He's like, and then he was talking about, he said, uh, you know, were you prepared for for science fiction? Exactly what you asked uh, asked the other three. And I said, nope, not even in the slightest. (laughs) But now you know. (laughs) No, so and now I realize what I've been missing out on. So, but uh, yeah, because I guess he was a lead. I meant to look it up actually, but he was a lead on another uh, sci-fi series, and so he got sort of a good taste of that. So he's a little more uh, used to it, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm a newbie. So <laughs> yeah, I did see that on his on his IMDb page. I forget what the name of it was because I think it was a Canadian show, and I'm not entirely sure it aired in the United States. So gotcha. Yeah. So you'll have to stalk him in order to find it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but then you got to go to Fan Expo and meet the fans oh. in person. So. It was so great. I yeah. had the best time. I can't even tell you. Good. Burned through probably a thousand, two thousand worth of calories. I was just starving afterwards because you're just on such a high the entire time. It's just yeah. so great. Yeah, it was really cool. Such a good response, and um, you know the all the press that came out were really just supportive and just loving and yeah, it's all positive. So I can't, yeah. Awesome. That's all I can say. It's just awesome. <laughs> and then uh, we met Aaron Ashmore later at a Dallas con and he mentioned to me, that was the first time you two had met. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So finally the meeting of Johnny and Lucy in person. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty neat. But he's a, uh, He's just—he's not just a, a great, uh, a really nice actor. He's a really nice person, mm-hmm. you know. He's just a really decent person who's just very warm right away and very open and just okay, you know. Welcome to the, you know, 
welcome to this craziness. So, <laughs> so, uh, it was lovely. And Michelle is great. She's so clever. Did you see the, uh, the fan expo panel that was here? I, I have to watch the whole thing. So, yeah. but yeah, she's, uh, she's impressive. She's very impressive. She, she looks like it. Yeah. And very That's funny. A very funny, very smart, very funny, very clever, clever woman. So it was neat. I love being surrounded by clever people. <laughs> Just hope it makes me look better instead of worse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and now, now Michelle's on Twitter too. So yes. yeah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good for. I, the I love the banter between Michelle and uh, Emily Andrews. I know it's so funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. I'm curious about this Winona. Uh, uh, Winona Earp? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I've only read it, so I'm like, I realize I haven't said this out loud yet. Yeah, Winona. <laughs> you know, sometimes you read something and then you don't actually know how to say it out loud. You oh, it happens know. to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited for that show. That should be a very interesting sci-fi. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we actually got some questions from listeners. Very and cool. John wanted to know... Or, or rather commented, I guess. Unlike normal AIs and TV, Lucy has some great witty lines and personality. Is there some sort of explanation or backstory for this? Do computers have anything close to autonomy in the J? Can we expect more development with Lucy's character in the future? Which is probably a question better suited for one of the writers, but right. I thought I'd go ahead and mention it to you. <laughs> um, can you say the first question again? Is there some sort of explanation or backstory for Lucy's great witty lines and personality? Yes. She is based on, this is um, what was in the character description when, when I received it before going in for the audition. She is based on the sharp-tongued, witty, clever, sexy, sassy wife of the ship's builder, the creator. Oh. So, oh. Interesting. So, that was just one idea. I'm not sure if they're going to be sticking with that because things change all the time. You know, they uh, they go different ways. But it's supposed to be based on a person, whether it's that's who they base it on or not. It's supposed to be based on a person. Yeah, that makes sense. That was the original idea is, is the ship's creator. But, um, yeah, could have easily changed by now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's why she's got so much personality. Cool. Yeah. Now uh, I'm wondering so- if we'll meet Lucy's creator. I know. I'm curious, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, but again, it could have, that whole backstory may have changed because the first season often you, you, you know, writers are trying things out and actors are trying things out and then they see what makes sense or if they want to go in a different direction and sometimes they change up things a little bit. So it's not set in stone. We'll, we'll see who she's based on. It should be interesting. Yeah. But I'm now seeing a perfectly good opportunity for you to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll exactly. see. It's it's uh it's pretty exciting the way it is now. It'd be more exciting, even more exciting if you know I, I was on the show as well. But it's like, yeah, I'm really having fun with this. So you know, we'll just see which way it goes. And it's it's uh pretty cool just to be curious and and find out which way she does go. And and uh, yeah, it's fun just the wait. So uh, Rachel asks, do you think Lucy and the android from? your kind of sister show, Dark Matter, would get along, and what would they talk about? I don't think they'd get along. <laughs> <laughs> they have she's control serious. issues. <laughs> she's serious, you know. I mean, she's not going to get my jokes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, Lucy might try to talk to her and, you know, try to bang her up a bit, and I'll probably get nothing, and so I'll just say, fine, I'm going to go talk to John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who knows who knows 
And Enza asks, if you could choose, what kind of career would you like to have? And then gave some examples of like a sci-fi thing like Summer Glau, Adored by All like Jennifer Lawrence, uh, activists like Emma Watson, or low-key like Ellen Page. That's very, very detailed, Enza. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Man, I kind of want... Ah, oh, that's a good one. Um, It's funny, though, because I think that I would be happy with any of those. I know that's, you know, the the catch-all, but, you know, I do like the the fact that Emma Watson is such an activist. That would be very cool. Because when you, you know, when you got a voice now to the public, you have more, you have more voice. I mean, that, you know, that's, you know, pun upon here, but you really can have a voice that makes a difference now. And so I would love to be able to utilize that voice. I would like probably a little more low-key, I think, just because it's fun to have a bit of privacy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, J-Law is probably a little bigger than I would ever want to be, but, um, you know, more of an Emma Watson. I think she's sort of right in the middle between Ellen Page and, and uh, uh, J-Law or Jennifer Lawrence. So, yeah, probably somewhere right in the middle where you're still out and, and having lots of fun and doing all kinds of my main thing is that I really enjoy character actors. So I would love to just be doing lots of different stuff all the time, you know, just playing a real smattering of characters. For instance, the, one of the first indies that I did, right, when, you know, as a fledgling actor, when I came to Toronto, I was a drag queen. So it's uh, and it's just coming out supposedly on, on YouTube or something like that. I'm not exactly sure the details, but it just reminds me, right, you know, this is where you kind of wanted to go. You know, you're a drag queen. I was also a crackhead hooker. I was also a, the secretary, the smart ass secretary. And then I was a, another smart ass hooker, you know, and just all these great character parts. And now I'm playing a a ship. And it's, it's for, for me, that is the best career of all is just to be doing all kinds of different stuff all the time, because, you know, I don't get to be these things in real life. So it's, it's all this, uh, almost not role playing, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, a varied career of somewhat medium exposure. How about that? (laughs) That's, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Veronica asks, and emphasis on the first word, is John your favorite? And then she wrote, laugh out loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yes. I'm <laughs> going to have to say yes. Uh, Dutch, that scares her the most. And Davin intrigues her. He doesn't know, she doesn't know what he's about and, and where he's going to go. Uh, but John is definitely, uh, gives her a warm, fuzzy feeling in her uh, carburetor. <laughs> Do two ships have carburetors? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> the fastest car thing I could think of. It's the only car part I know. Fair enough. <laughs> Gets her engine oil going. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this might be a strange question, but we've seen how much Lucy likes John. So would you like to see her relationship develop further with another character? Well, yeah, I would, I would love to, I would love to see as a sort of a mild aside, I would love to see how it began because uh, there was that reference to John trying to steal her from Dutch. Cause she's originally just a, she's Dutch's ship, right? Yeah. yeah but, she's still Dutch's ship. Yeah. But then she likes John more. So how did that yeah, happen? Treat him <laughs> as the boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess originally he tried to steal her and that's how Dutch and John met. So I would love to see those scenes, but I would love to 
have more scenes with Dutch where they actually, you know, they've obviously got a backstory somehow because she was Dutch's ship long before they ever met, she ever met John. So I would love to sort of delve into that relationship a little bit and, and see what their, um, their history is. I'm personally really curious how Dutch ended up with Lucy. Exactly. That, yeah. you know, yeah. how did they get, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I had one question that I just thought of, um, uh, What's the one feature that Lucy has that we have not seen on screen yet? Like a candy bar or trampoline room, something silly like that. I don't know. <laughs> Both sound like wonderful ideas. Um, I have been encouraging a snack bar. Don't know if they read Twitter. If they've read Twitter, they'll know that there should be a snack bar on, on board. <laughs> I am pretty keen on this trampoline room. I'm, uh, I've been uh, teasing my friends saying we're going to go dodgeball trampolining soon. So that would just be fantastic. Get a dodgeball in there and just go to town. Um, you know, maybe maybe she's got a bubble maker and she just blows bubbles out into space. Who knows? <laughs> I, I would like to see things like that. That sounds like a good suggestion for any fan art. Yes. If we've got artists yeah. listening. <laughs> that would be fun. Yes. And I, I know there's fan art out there of Lucy, so I can, yes, I can pass those suggestions on. People are so talented. It's it's really amazing and quite lovely. It's uh, I think I posted a few. Uh, one um, uh, Nat, or sorry, Nicklin McNeese. She oh yeah, it was I've, just gorgeous and sent it to me. It was so nice. It was just yeah. uh, pretty cool. And then she um, also sold prints of it. So yeah, I had to buy those from her. I'm like, I love Lucy and Killjoys. Do you sell your prints? She said, Yeah. So yeah, oh, she sent me those as well. Yeah. Oh, Great. Yeah, she's done a really nice job. I love her. The style is really great. Uh, but just everybody's just got such a, I love the creativity. That's something I really enjoy about sci-fi. It's just that I love the creativity. I love the passion that people have for it. And I love how they, they're just honest with, this is what I like. And I'm not pretending I'm here. It is, you know, and I love it so much. I'm going to draw things and I'm going to go on Twitter and, you know, I, I just think it's all really cool. It's uh, getting back to creativity, which I think is, I think it's important and it's getting lost a little bit sometimes. So I love that. I think that is one of my favorite things about fandom just in general is, yes. you know, just the unabashed love for stuff. Yes. Yes. It's it's so cool. It really is. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can't help, but just, you know, like I said, I was on an adrenaline high all day just because there was so much just kindness and generosity, you know, being sent directly in our direction, you know, more so to... Aaron Ashmore, because <laughs> it's Aaron Ashmore, but uh, I was taking, you know, whatever I could get there, too. And it was it was a lot like these people are amazing, you know, so yeah, it's pretty neat. There is a lot of love for Lucy out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's there neat. So, like you said, it was or like I said, it was uh, unexpected how much, but I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> so our friend Kevin wanted to know if you used any props like photos of Lucy or models to help you get into character when you record your lines, but I guess you didn't really need to if they've got the thing filmed already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I knew I was going to be able to see bits and pieces of it on screen just from doing other, uh, some other voice work in the past, but I didn't realize it was going to be so complete and just, it was uh, funny sometimes because I would be doing my line and then I'd be watching it and getting engrossed in the scene and then they would, they would cut it off. And, okay, next line. I'm like, well, no, I don't know what happened. <laughs> What happens next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what? No, no, I need to see that. <laughs> 
So, you know, so I, I started to say, so I need to see more of the scene to understand where I'm coming <laughs> from here. Okay. Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's not that I want to see the episode. I just need to for my character, you know, so. <laughs> did, did that work? <laughs> it seemed to work somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they figured me out at some point, but. Uh. <laughs> I, I know Michelle Lavretta tweeted out the picture that she has of the model of Lucy. So. Yeah, she I to- no idea they had that. Yeah, she is she gonna give that to you someday? I'm planning on it. Yeah, <laughs> give that to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they've got another one around because as the writer, I would not want to give that up. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hoping they made two. Is what I'm. They hoping. have to make another one for you. Yeah. yeah, see if somebody can like make a mold of that one and just yeah make copies for everybody. Maybe what's exactly. that? I mean, realistically, if this show continues on the way it has, which, you know, there's no reason why it couldn't because they've they've got so many wonderful storylines opening up and such great characters, you know, it just seems like hopefully they'll start to make, um, you know, models and T-shirts and just start getting some really great marketing paraphernalia out there because, you know, I I think everyone really like it and I think it's a lot of fun and and it's very, it's a very um, stylized show. And so the pieces would be very cool as well. Like they'd be fun to wear. It's not something you know a bit cheesy it's oh that looks really good you know mm-hmm. yeah like orphan black you know i'm looking at your your avatar but like orphan black which is very sleek very stylized it's a really cool show yeah yeah and then kevin also wanted to know if you ever want to see lucy get an avatar or a hologram or some type of representation on screen <laughs> Yeah, like I was saying, I mean, you know, actors, of course, we always want more screen time. We always, you know, but it's if she stays this way, she's pretty fantastic. You know, who, how how could I ever complain? You know, this is, it's pretty fantastic. So more is always better, but what I've got is pretty fantastic. So very good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I see that question come up a bit, though, with fans. They want to see Lucy have a physical representation played by you. In yeah. an episode, and I just have visions of that happening and her making out with John. But I, don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, let's let's yeah. be honest. We know that's why everybody wants it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you were saying that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're just hoping the two of them get it on, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they keep killing off all of his love interests, so I think I'm sort of the one constant in his life that could be exactly. a possible love interest. You know, so because he and Dutch are friends, and he and Devin are brothers, so. I'm the last chick standing, I guess. <laughs> but what about Potter? Potter? Oh, right. Well, isn't that uh, Davin's flame? Well, it's sort of at the beginning of the season, but by the end, there were some maybe oh. sparks between her oh, and yeah, Johnny. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. You're right. Okay. All right. My uh, my rival redhead uh, there. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say, how how do you think Lucy would feel about that if she knew? <laughs> she might yeah. Fire up her guns. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they ever try anything on on uh, on Lucy, that's not going to go over well. There'll be a lot of interruptions. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, John. You know we need to work on something on the, uh, the deck. What? You can't handle it? No, no, I can't. You need to be there too. <laughs> and then maybe he won't. Maybe roll the ship around a little bit. You know, set off the the sprinkler system. That could probably work really well. You know, there's there's kinds of things that lucy can do when you're on her so exactly yeah <laughs> any other questions annie uh, i think that was it okay uh was there anything you wanted to promote or say to the fans or anything 
no, just, uh, uh, you know, thank you so much to the fans. They've been, like I said, so much more than I ever expected and just really fantastic. And I've been hearing hints from all the cast members of, of how cool the they've seen, I think, three scripts. And they're just talking about how, you know, Pre has got a really great storyline coming up. And that it's, yeah, that they're saying that the writing is even better on the second the second season because they're they're getting into a groove now so you know i just hope everyone stays tuned and and comes back and because we love them all and we're we're very thankful for them and thanks to you guys so much you you've been such a great support oh by all means we're you. we're yeah. excited about the show we're just yeah we're just a little podcast but we're really <laughs> appreciate that you came on today so. not at all I, I, yeah. I really appreciate your support so uh, you know it's good fun as my one friend says, scratchy, scratchy, you know, scratch each other's backs here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'll have to, I'll have to steal that. It's a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark Jamie. That's all you have to say every time you say scratchy, scratchy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good deal. <laughs> cool. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Send your feedback to killjoys at askgenretv.com. Leave a message on our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Or you can record a voice memo with your smartphone and email it to us. The Quad is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. Find our other podcasts about Orphan Black and Lost Girl at askgenretv.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the Quad. <laughs>